Yo, what's going on, everybody? In podcast land, I'm doing something I haven't done before, a little bit of an intro. The main reason for that is two things. One, I forgot to hit the record button when I started the live stream today. So there's that. And number two, there's some major technical difficulties with the audio. So I thought, you know what? I can spare you guys in podcast land from having to hear all those problems. So I'm just going to kind of jump in with you guys to the point where the audio starts to sound pretty normal and just dive right in to the podcast there but the only thing that you guys would have missed out is me kind of like asking everyone does it sound okay now how about now how about now how about now that kind of thing and you would have missed out on a lot of staticky types of noise so i spared you that hopefully you guys are having a really good run out there today in chicago it was a beautiful day it's that time of year where every day is pretty much beautiful so uh, hopefully you're getting some of that too where you guys are and without further ado here's the podcast for today thanks guys okay all right. Terry Furlong said he had lentil dal today and looked after my old dog who was probably... Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Terry. Um, but lentil dal sounds nice. I could go for some of that. Um, but yeah, my, my I hope your dog's doing okay. I, I can kind of understand what that's like. Our dog, sometimes I feel like he's going to live forever. And sometimes I feel like, I don't know if he's going to make it through the day today. So, so it just alternates back and forth. But right now... I got him a new um, dog toy. When he was younger, he would chew up everything like right away. So I couldn't give him anything soft. And even like the indestructible, like made out of old fire hose type of toys, he would just he would just obsessively go after them until like they were torn apart. And now I think he's lost a couple of teeth. He's a little bit older. He doesn't really chew on things that much anymore. And so I've been trying a variety of different like you know, toys that he might be more interested in just to keep him, you know, more occupied during the day. Make sure he's feeling more fulfilled. And I got him something that looks like a dead little fox, and he seems to really enjoy it. Right now he's going after it. <laughs> All right. Um, Life Love says he's waiting for FedEx for his endorphin pros. Ooh, nice. I, um, I was supposed to be getting a package this week. And it said it was supposed to be delivered. It said it was delivered on the 28th, but it's not here. I gave it a couple of days, but it's still not here. So I don't know. Something's going on. That package was getting tipped by USPS. And I know that they're having some issues right now. So I think that crazy guy is still in charge over there. So I'm assuming that's what's going on. Sue Ann is having some tea with collagen powder. Hmm. They say that collagen powder is better in warm things that are, than it is in cold, but I've only had it in cold things. Maybe I need to try it again. Um, Adam Fierce wants to know if, if the, the, the dials on this thing go to 11. No, it doesn't go to 11. But I've got all the sounds. There's a little sound pad on it, so now I can do the cowbell. Oh, sorry. That was loud. Cowbell. We got sound of the day. I kept the applause one because I like the applause. kind of sounds like waves to me, though. Or rain. And then uh, I did. I kept the rim shot. <laughs> so I've got some weird sound. Um, but now, no matter where, like, as long as I have this like USB sound interface thing, or this uh, audio recorder, I'll have all my sounds with me. So now I'm not. I'm not be out without my cowbells anymore. Uh, JC Eisenberg said, first time live stream joiner. I'm my first 10k this weekend. I love your podcast replays. Well, thanks so much for for listening to those on the replays, JC. And good luck on the first 10k. You'll have to come back on Monday. And let us know how you did, because no matter how you do, as long as you finish, that'll be a PB, and I can get you a, a good cowbell. Especially now that I got my sounds all sorted out. All right. Um, 
Newbetra says that USPS announced that as of 10-1, their standards for how long first-class mail takes have officially loosened by a day or two. Yeah, I feel like, you know, they may have officially announced it, but it's been that way for a while, I think. But the thing is, you know, like, what really annoys me is, and Amazon does it too with their packages, like, their people will kind of, like, scan it with their guns or whatever they're scanning it with to mark those things as delivered. So I'll get, like, an email saying something's been delivered. But I know, that like, that's not the time that the, the delivered people come. So it's just, like, don't mark it as done till you complete the work. Now, I don't expect them to, like, after they pa- place each package to, like, click it. But, like, if you're going to ba- bulk scan the things, bulk sc- but I guess, like, if you've delivered it, then how do you scan it? I don't know. There's got to be a better way of doing this stuff. So it's just super annoying. Um, my mom's here. Hi, Mom. How are you? Hope you're doing well. And PG says, just ordered an iPhone 13 Pro. Now do I get the new Apple Watch as well? I'll go for a Garmin. See, I think that I'm probably going to do both this year. Uh, I think I'm on the Apple Watch Series 4. So I think I'm going to up, update when that comes. That's, that, that's not out yet, right? Whenever that updates, I'll update. And then I'm thinking Garmin has declined my offer or my request to have them send me something. So I think I'm going to go kind of pick something out for myself and buy it because um, I don't think they're going to send me anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the cow I will get. I'm sorry, guys. I'm still figuring out lots of this stuff. But now I've got it kind of like settled in, I think. So I think we're, I think we're, get, I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there. Um, Frank says, I'm sure you have the base V2s for sale and they've started mailing out the artists. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I thought September 30th. So that was yesterday was when they released. And today, October 1st, is when the Bondi 7s come out. So there's that for you guys as well. All right. Some of you, I know a lot of you guys pre-ordered it. So uh, Shreyans Gupta says, could someone tell me what's up with the Audio 6? I didn't see a review of the shoe, and it's available for like US $80 in India now. Any idea how the shoe is? I hear it's pretty good. The Audio's in previous years, I think I ran in the four, I ran in the five. I don't remember if I ran in the three, but it seemed to be getting like thinner and thinner. It started becoming more of like a 5K road flat, you know? And so like, that's what was going on with that shoe. This year though, Adidas changed all their shoes pretty much. Well, all their uh, Zero shoes. And so the Boston changed the adios pro changed a little bit um then they added the prime x and then the audio 6 also changed and it got a lot taller a lot more stack height and it's got some light strike pro on it um from what i've seen i try not I, i'm planning on reviewing the shoe i'm pro- I, I haven't done it yet because i'm probably going to wait till my next marathon training block uh, i'm in the taper now for for chicago so that'll probably happen end of october for me but people seem to enjoy the shoe. But I think it's a lot of, I think it'll depend on kind of like what you're looking for exactly. Historically, that used to be like Adidas's marathon racing shoe. So like the marathon racing shoes used to be like the Zoom Streak from Nike, which they're coming out with the Streak Fly now, right? Is it Streak Fly? That's going to be 5K, 10K racer. And it had been had become like a 5K racing shoe in the last several versions from like the four after like the five or basically when the Vaporfly 4% came out, the streak instead of being a marathon shoe was in a 5k racing shoe on the roads. The audio six kind of did the same thing. So like when the Vaporfly 4% first came out, 
the Adios, I think, 3 or the Adios 4 was Adidas's premier marathon racing shoe. And then they made an even more premier marathon racing shoe, the Sub 2, um, based very much off of the Adios. Um, and then, you know, then Vaporflies happened. And so then that became like a race flat. So it kind of had to go through some quick changes in a couple of years. And now it's kind of finding a new, like, place to kind of fit in the lineup. I'm, I'm looking forward to running in it. Um, Alex Gonzalez of Only On says, why a lot of people start so early, in my opinion, with marathon instead of improving times at 10K? Some people don't like running 10Ks. That's the thing. So I don't like running 10Ks. Uh, I like half marathons. That's my favorite distance. I like marathons. Um, and so, like, you know, um, I think that when people have a very specific idea on how things should be done, I think that they uh, can sometimes lose sight of sometimes part of the enjoyment of an activity is not like, all right, one must do things in a certain order in order to do it well. I think of it like, you know, if you want to become a really good chef, then you become an apprentice and you just become the sous chef and or the prep chef and you just like chop onions all day every day for like a couple of years and that's like the only thing you do you develop your knife skills you learn your mise en place and you do all that other people just enjoy making dinner at home and want to look up recipes on the internet and make stuff and just kind of have fun with it both people are really enjoying cooking in their own ways and they're enjoying food in their own ways and i think running is the same thing i think that a lot of people can do that and get really good at 10K first and then go on to the marathon um, and get great success that way. But will they get the most enjoyment out of it? So that's the other thing. And the other thing is, I ultimately don't agree with your premise either. I think that something that has been pointed out very clearly in the last several years in terms of the American distance running, system is not the right way, but the way we develop distance runners in the U.S. is that people do that. They do 5Ks uh, in high school, cross-country. Then they do 8K, 10Ks in, in college. And then, or they might run on the track, 5K, 10K. And they get really good. And then when they're no longer competitive in the 10K, then they move up to, to the half marathon and the marathon. But I think what we're seeing is, you know, people that start working on developing a base mileage to be able to race marathons, and focusing on that earlier, not to say that people need to specialize when they're like 12 years old, but when they specialize earlier, are able to see success earlier. And so, like, I don't think that necessarily follows that you have to improve your 10K time in order to get better at your marathon. I don't think that's, I don't think that's a must for a lot of people. It depends on your body type, I think, and what your body responds to. And I also think it depends on what you want to in, get out of the running. So there's a couple of reasons for that, I think. Um, Jackie Mai is back, says, hi, Kofuzi. I'm on the same journey as you, except I'm under 35 attempt BQ or 259.59 at Philly Marathon. It's really hard. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, that three-hour number is just such a big round number. I'm definitely, like, starting to develop, like, kind of like a mental block around it, too, which I'm trying to, like, not really allow that to happen. Um, and, yeah, so, like, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I think that, like... Um, under three hours for a BQ, even if you're under 35, I think it's harder than my age group, which is 310 for 40 to 44. I think it's harder. 
I don't know, maybe I'm just biased because I'm having a hard time. And I've never ran that well when I was in the younger age groups. So, like, I, you know, it's hard for me to kind of envision that. But I don't know. I think it's hard. But good luck for you, Jackie. Um, I, I hope you can get it. How's Philly? Is Philly hilly? I feel like it's hilly. It isn't? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Adrian Polanski says, I love coming here late and figuring out what's going on. Well, you know, you missed all, like, the extra loud noises apparently there was a lot of sound issues the thing is when i'm hearing it in my mics i hear it fine so there's some sort of processing that's happening with the the streaming software and like i'm looking at my levels on this thing here they're they're barely flickering you know but that's why it seemed like that's why i had it cranked so loud sorry about that guys pg19 says had anyone run in the new alchemy endorphin shift wondering what it's like compared to last year's i have them i've had them for a long time I just don't want to, I don't want to run on them. They seem, I mean, they look identical to the last year's, just like all the other Endorphin series shoes. But I, the only thing that looks different to me, other than the fact that the ones I have are checkered flag pattern, I think that there's even more like stability stuff to it. So I feel like it's not even like a, you know, a mild stability. I think it's a heavy stability shoe. So we'll see how I feel about it. Um, I don't know. I don't know when I'll get it into the rotation. I'm kind of, Avoiding it a little bit. Um, all right, let me scroll down. I'm I'm way far behind you guys. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, let's see what we got here. Alejandro Rojas says, "Do you have any back pain when running?" Um, you know, I used to get uh, back pain, not a lot of pain, but um, when I ran the tunnel marathon, it was a lot of downhill. Um, towards the end of that race, my lower back started to hurt. And I think what was going on is um, my hips just weren't in great alignment. And so I think that uh, the glutes weren't firing quite well. So I, I would look at glute activation exercises and also just doing some core work. I think we're all probably, in, every one of us here is probably in need of a little bit more core work. Um, so yeah, I, for me, it was like my hips aren't, weren't, aren't weren't in great alignment and what would what used to happen to me back when i was having that is um on very very long runs sometimes my hip it would feel like the joint just like popped out and i have to stop and kind of stretch a little bit and then it would kind of like pop back in and then i'd feel fine so like yeah so i i, I would work on some um glute muscles uh exercises um paul kane says my friend doing the full Chester Marathon Sunday, and he's doing the metric marathon. That's t He told us this yesterday. It's 26 Ks. Um, my friend doing the full Chester Marathon on Sunday has improved amazingly from a 47-minute 10K to a 37 in one year. <laughs> That's a big jump. He's looking at sub-3 in his first official, <laughs> first official race going sub-3. Wow. That's taking a big bite at the apple there. Well, good luck to your friend, Paul. I hope it goes well. I hope you do well on the metric marathon as well, too. Uh, you know, it's not a phrase that sounds all that novel to me, but I don't think I've ever heard of anyone actually running one of those. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Remy says, who has two thumbs and is racing his bike this Sunday? This guy. And by this guy, I think he means Remy. You know, I do think I'd like to try a bike race. And I wasn't really all that interested in it until I saw two, two videos on YouTube recently that made me interested in maybe like, maybe I should try a bike race. Uh, one is um, I saw Beth Potter 
she was just part of her like training. She just hopped into a, some sort of cycling race. I forget what it was, but, um, she's a triathlete. She sponsored by ASICS. The dog just like dry heaving over there coughing. I don't know about this guy. Um, but uh, she just hopped into a bicycle race and it just looked like a lot of fun. And then recently I saw um, on GCN, Menon, she's like a cyclist. She was a pro cyclist, is a pro cyclist. She got into a gravel race. That looked like a lot of fun. I think I would like that. See, I don't think I would like the whole mountain biking thing, but maybe gravel racing, man, that might be my thing. You know what, guys? I might need a second bike. That's where I think I'm at. <laughs> All right. Um, all right. Avalon Journeys is saying lean forward. So maybe I do need to crank up the volume. Maybe I overcompensated. I'm going to turn it up a little bit. You guys got to let me know. Uh, Nick Bertrand says running Chicago as well. Hoping for 245 based on a 35 minute 10K last week. Excellent. Weather looks warm though for early predictions. Possibly almost 70 at the start. How much do you adjust pace in the warmer weather? Yeah, you know, normally I would say like I don't really adjust pace all that much. But over the last year, I felt like we had a really hot summer. And it definitely affected me quite a bit. And I don't know, like I looked at the weather forecast today. We're still 10 days out. So like, you know, that gives the weather like basically like 15, 16 more times to change substantially between now and then in Chicago. So I, if it, I think it's going to be warm. I think it's going to be warm and humid. And so that's going to like for me affect my pace quite a bit. And then what I'll probably do is. See, I say I'm not still sure where I'm going to line up. Do I line up with the 305 group, 310 group, or a 315 group? I think that if it ends up being warm and humid, I'll probably drop back a group. So if I'm thinking I'll line up with the 310s, if it's going to be warm and humid, I might drop back and run with the 315s. Because I think it's going to take more out of you than you think. I don't, I don't know. I'm having a hard time seeing myself lining up with 315. I think... I'll feel good about lining up with the 310s. And it might just affect when I try and split from the pack. So I think that's kind of what's what's going on. So I I, I, I don't know that there's a number or a formula. Um, but, you know, you're going to have to really listen to your body and kind of feel what's going on. I would say also, like, I would start, you know, through some of the aid stations, grabbing some water and dumping it on yourself a little bit earlier than you might um, to keep yourself cooled off. I think that's going to help out a lot too. Matt Acornero says, any sh workouts or short speed sessions next week or all easy miles for race week? On Thursday, maybe Wednesday or Thursday, I'll probably do something, you know, um, maybe like, uh, you know, a marathon mile and then a couple of, you know, maybe two or three minutes, like three minutes uh, at threshold pace. Um, that seems, my body really just seems, I, I like to train there uh, at threshold and my body just like, it's very comforting to be there. So I think that's kind of what I'm going to try to do. Philip Bort is going to, uh, on the 10th, hopefully surviving his first marathon and for the 17th, he signed up for a half. That's a good idea, right? Yeah. You know what? I'm signed up for, um, I actually just signed for, up for another race. So, uh, I've already signed up for, on the 17th, I'm doing the Lublon 5K. Greg Itahara is, I think, on the board uh, of that of that race. Um, it's a local to Chicago um, race, and he's uh, on the board of it, Greg Itahara of Itahara Customs. And um, so I'm going to go out and do that 5K. And then a buddy of mine, a guy that I used to live with and a guy that I used to pole vault with, 
uh, is putting on a race. I don't know if his position is race director or what, but um, he's doing, he set up a trail race in Chicago um, on the 23rd. I forget what it's called, like Chicago Outlands or something like that. I'll get you guys more information. He just messaged me about it today. Um, and he's like, you should come out and do this run. I'll get you a free bit. And I was like, cool. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to be competitive. There's a, a, a five, I think there's like a, a 5K, 10K, half marathon, marathon, 50K, and 100K. And for the, like, yeah. So a lot of it's on not paved course. So it's going to be on trail. So I'm just like, oh, more opportunity to find some trails in Chicago. I'm all for it. So I'm going to do that two weeks away from my marathon. I'm going to do the half marathon. So I'll get you guys more information in, ca in case any of you guys want to go do that with me. I'll do it at a nice, easy pace. Maybe we can, some of us can run together. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know if it's a great idea, but it depends on how hard you go on the marathon. Uh, uh, and how fast you think you might want to go on, on the half, whether it's a good idea. All right. Thomas Villa says, has anyone tried ladder supplements? Great plant-based options and fantastic. I haven't tried ladder. I don't think I have. I'll have to take a look at that one. Alex Gonzalez is back. It says, hi, Kofuzi. It's been a while since I've been able to join the live stream. Well, well glad to have you back, Alex. Good to see you. Um, and... Martha's here. She says, late today, what I miss? You missed some audio difficulties. I think we're still having audio difficulties, but we're, we're going we're gonna to live with it for today. Uh, Runner Dre says, it's starting to finally get cooler. Hopefully, it will be a crisp morning for all of our races. That's good. I'll drink to that one. Cheers, Runner Dre. Eric is going to be running the Columbus Marathon on 10-17. He's got a 10-mile trail race tomorrow. Hope that's not too much of a for a taper. I figure I'll take it easy and just use a long one, some use it as a long one with some elevation. I think that's a great one to do, cause then that puts you two weeks out. Yeah. So I mean, you can use it as I mean, it's like your marathon dress rehearsal. So you could do it as something even that's a little bit. I mean, for ten, I'm mean, ten miles, but trail depends on kind of the elevation and the terrain. But you know, go out at kind of marathon effort for those ten miles. You know, so that could be a good one. Paul King watched the series Runner Tabor video. It was a good one. Um, and now I can't say hey is in the barn anymore without laughing. I mean, it was becoming like a thing, you know. But, uh, it, like, the phrase was becoming cliche already. I, I'm not – have I used it before, like, like seriously? I think I have. I think I probably have many times. That's my guess. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but, it, but that was a good one. Uh, and Affluent Journey says, do the 100K? I don't know that I could do a one. See, the thing is, I, I mean, if I didn't have any other races after Chicago, I probably would and just <laughs> suffer. I don't know if I could suffer through it. That's probably a real bad idea. Um, maybe I was thinking maybe I'd do the 50K or like the trail marathon. I don't know why he's offering a, a marathon and a 50K. It seems like a bad idea to do both. Just make everyone do the 50K. But, um, you know, I still, I do want to kind of bounce back and get, ready for CIM. So that's like another thing that I want to make sure I'm not overdoing it. You know, Tim says, if Chicago's too warm to sign up for a backup marathon, my backup is Indy about a month later. Um, yeah, I mean, I got CIM. CIM is kind of the goal race. So that'll be in December that I'll sign up for. Um, I was thinking about Indianapolis monumental again today. I was listening to Megan Murray, Megan J Murray 
was on uh, I'll Have Another with Lindsay Hine today. And I was, so I was listening to that during my uh, run this morning. Really great interview. And I, I mean, I love both of them. So it was great to listen to that conversation. And I had no idea that they had such a long like working relationship. So that's pretty awesome. Um, but Lindsay Hine was mentioning that there is a mile there she, she like i don't know if she she what I, I what i gathered from it is that at the monumental that weekend that there's a mile race i was like oh i haven't done like a timed mile race like a chip timed mile race um well i've never done a chip time mile race ever the last like timed official mile race that i did was in high school and that would have been early in high school so we're talking like at least 25 years so like I was like oh, I'd like to do a mile sometime, because then I could have like a time to go into if I ever can finally get invited to the to the Fifth Avenue Mile Media Heat, which is like, you know, a professional goal of mine, I guess. <laughs> uh, Jason Dahl, brilliant idea here. Would be nice if they reversed the Chicago course for warm weather. The north side is much more shaded. Miles twenty two through twenty five are pretty brutal when it's warm. It sure is, right? I mean, when you're going over by Sox, where you're going by Comiskey, you know, there, like from Chinatown, I mean, before Chinatown too, there's just not a lot of shade. And then after that, it's just like barren for a long time, it seems. Yeah, I don't know. Trevor Holtzman says, watch Serious Runner after you mentioned it and it felt personally attacked. Haha. I also feel personally attacked every time he does it. Um, and because uh, I'm like, I don't know, man. Listen to the music choices. I feel like he's, I feel like he's definitely trolling me. He's, I was like, these are, I'm like, these are personal attacks. Like th this guy is, this guy is not satire anymore. He's just literally making fun of me. That's kind of like what, what I'm thinking when I watch it. But I think that's what makes it good satire because everyone thinks it's about them personally. <laughs> Sebastian Dragar says, what were your first half and full marathon times? Do my first half on Sunday, hoping for a sub two hours. All right, so my first half marathon was in 2010 is the Chicago half marathon. Hoka was not a sponsor yet at the time. Um, I think uh, Lifetime and MyFit were this. I don't know who the sponsor was. I think it was still a Lifetime event at that point. But in 2010, my time was like 2.05 and change. And then that also in that year, 2010, was my first marathon, and I ran like a 4.43 or something like that. My dad, I ran it with my dad, and he beat me by like 15, 18 minutes, something like that. Yeah, he was, I was, he was literally twice my age on that day. Ooh, Adam says, I've done a couple of downhill miles. Those are fun. And that's where he got his PR. That does sound fun. Uh, Matt says, Yoko, what's going on? One vote for the mile race. Watching you train for that would also be awesome. Hmm. Yeah, that would be fun. See, I'm, I'm, gonna st I'm just going to start, I don't know who to contact about that for the Fifth Avenue Mile, but I'm just going to start, like, like, spamming people's DMs, see if I can get invited to the media heat. I don't even know how one would do that, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and figure it out. If I do, though, I'm sure I'm going to get smoked, because I think the people that they invite are, like, people that cover running, but that used to be, like, national champions and stuff, so, like, I wouldn't even be on the camera. Um, you know, I would never. I wouldn't even be seen on it. I would. I would end up 
they would be like, uh, we could start the next heat. That guy will finish eventually. That's kind of what would happen. But it would be fun. I would love to do that. <laughs> and Martha says Shannon would be happy if you do Monumental. I know. I thought about that too. Uh, I think it would be it, it'll be easier to meet people if I go to Indy. But you know, if I, I really want to go, I haven't seen my parents in a while, so I want to. That's why I want to do New York at that same weekend. It's just unfortunate they're the same weekend this year. Martha says, "How about a Kofuzi Club Fifth Avenue Mile Heat? Can you do that? Can you? Is it like is it like a like a blackjack table at a casino? And you were like." All right, we got some high rollers here. Where can we get in this? Can we get it? Can you guys open up a table for us? Can you do something like that? I don't know. I don't know. I've not. I've not actually looked into the Fifth Avenue Mile that closely. The timing is always bad for Chicago. It's great timing if you're training training for New York, but it's always bad timing if you're training for Chicago. So, because I'd have to travel for it and stuff. But you know, I mean, I could make a bigger weekend out of it. Elle says, have you run the New York City Marathon? Would you? I would love to run the New York City Marathon. I'm just, I think that for the rest of the majors, like, I'm just going to keep a, trying to apply every year. And if I ever get in, I get in. Because those, those aren't, those are lot, the rest of them are lotteries. You know, so like whenever I get in, whenever I get is when I get in. If I never do, there are still all sorts of other historic, fun, quirky, adventurous races that I can do all over the world that I'm like, I'm not going to like, you know, obsess over it too much. Um, and I'm just going to let things happen if they happen kind of thing. Um, Jason Dahl says, I'm also in the dad beat me in the marathon club. Awesome. He said, he saw me suffering at mile 18 and took off. Ended up beating me by 20 minutes this year. I'll be getting my revenge. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, Adam's like, I'm pretty sure they have masters. Do they have masters? See, I'd like to run with people in my, I mean, I guess, I mean, they got to put you at least with people that you're in your like pace group, right? So, yeah. Tim says you can qualify for the New York City Marathon with a half marathon time. That's what I did. Yeah, but I feel like the, like the good for age times in the New York City Marathon, I think are the, are the most competitive of all the races. Because I think all the races have good for age times. And I think that's how I got my bib for 2021 in Chicago. But I think um, New York City's is the toughest. So, Tim, you must be super fast, I think. Yeah, Martha says, I thought you could, you could get a guaranteed New York City entry with time, including a half marathon time, and easier than Boston for her age group. I, yeah, I'll have to look. I'll look at it again, guys, because I, I, I thought I remember looking at it, and I thought I remember it being, like, super hard to do that way. And I was like, well, looks like uh, the lottery is the only way I can get in it. You know, so. And when Martha's convinced that for older runners, New York City is way easier than Boston to get entry. All right, well, I'm going to have to look for that then. And Jennifer Herring says, the Fifth Avenue Mile runs heats by age groups and separate men se and separate the men and the women. Huh. See, I think that they should just, it's a mile. So I feel like they should just mix it up by, uh, not like by pace, kind of like a corral. But, you know, I don't know. I'm sure they have a reason for it. I'm sure they've been doing it like that way a long time. Dr. Josh is here. What up, fam? Josh, I just got dropped a new video today. Right, did you guys check it out? I watched it today. So it looked good. Um, also, from from that same area, um, did you guys see um, not only Dr. Josh's video yesterday, his last workout before he's coming to Chicago, but I also saw a video from... Um, Gwen Jorgensen 
and she was running with Evan, Evan Schwartz. So that was pretty cool. I was like, I mean, and then like I read the description and she's like, ah, going for a tempo run with Evan. And I was like, but before I even read that, I was like, wait, that voice. I recognize that voice. Who is that guy? I know that guy. And so I was like, cool to recognize someone else. So it's like, wow. Boulder just seems like this weird place to me now where like there's just so many like Olympians and like world-class runners and elite runners and sub-elite runners and everybody that I'm just like every piece of footage I ever see from Boulder. I mean, I guess it's like skewed because the Boulder that I see um, is like Ryan Dozer where everyone's like on bikes and running on trails or from runners in Boulder. And so it just always looks to me like there's more people running on the roads and there are cars on the roads, which I'm sure it's probably not really like that. But to me, it just seems like this place where the like the car people must be, just be like, this place is crazy. There's no space for cars in this town. <laughs> you know? <laughs> mm. All right. Seeker Elite says he has a friend who got in on the half in the similar age to you, and he's about a 117 half marathon pace. See, that's about nine minutes faster than my half marathon pace. <laughs> so that's, yeah, it's going to be tough for me, I think. So we'll, we'll see. I'll take another look at it. PJR says, registered for CIM this week. The 10-week buildup from first half marathon to first marathon has begun. Hoping to make that shakeout run if you do one. Yeah, for CIM, for sure. And you know what? I've been talking to Matt Chatham as well. He's running CIM this year. So, um, you know, I'm going to try and see if he wants to do something together. I don't know if he wants to do a shakeout run or maybe I can get him to sit down for a live stream or something. But I think it'll be fun. I think there's going to be a lot of people out there for CIM this year. I hope there'll be, you know, a lot of people out there. I, I feel like I feel pretty confident that I'll be able to go, you know. So I'm really looking forward to CIM. I think it's going to be super, super fun. Uh, Matthew Cunningham says, how's the cycling going? Have you stopped because of the marathon? You know, I haven't stopped, but um, last Monday, the last two Mondays, I have this project that I've been working on with a brand and it's going to be coming out real soon. I'm rendering the final, hopefully the final. I'm hoping I'm, I'm rendering final, final version two of, of these projects. Uh, and I'll be submitting them this afternoon. So hopefully you guys will see them. But that's taken up a lot of my recovery days, which I would have been cycling. I should have been cycling, but I haven't been. Um, but you know what else I just bought? Because um, a lot of times I don't want to clip in on the bike because sometimes I just want to use it to get to places. And so I just bought these little plastic inserts that you can put in to turn your clip pedals into just like flat things that you could put regular sneakers on. So like, I think that'll just help me use it a little bit more. And then Jeff Elliott in the chat said he just got a refurbished kicker. So I think maybe I'll pick up one of those too. I don't really have room for it, but I don't know. I could figure it out. I feel like maybe that's something that I could kind of like set up in the morning quietly. It's not too noisy. Get in a workout, you know, in the living room, maybe on the Apple TV um, and then put everything away. So that's kind of, I mean, hope, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like it's going to take up more space than I think, but that's something that I'd like to do. Mm. Oh, Anthony says a 125 half I'd have to run to get into the New York City Marathon at my age. Oh, I see. I would need a a one minute, and I'm I'm a one twenty six eleven guy. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. When, I don't I don't think I'm gonna have a half marathon in between now and then. 
Um, like, when's the next period open? When did they open that? So I'd have like a, I have pretty much a year to do that. Mm, maybe that's something I have to put on the calendar for next year then. I won't be running Boston. I probably, I most likely won't be running Boston next year. So maybe in the spring, I'll try to do a 125. I think I could do that. And Matt says, oh, you'll have to let me know what you think about those clip and flats things. I think it's just going to make it a lot easier for me to use. Because, like, the way that I want to use the bike is both to, you know, exercise and work out in. But, like, I also, like, for things like, you know, the Kara 20-miler, you know, I could have rode my bike up to the track and then, you know, did the event and then rode my bike from the track home. Which I usually run up to the track if I'm doing a workout, but if I was going to do a 20 mile run or if I'm like going to the expo, I'm, I probably won't use it to ride my bike to the expo because that's a long ride on marathon weekend. But like there's things like that, like different events that I might want to go to, you know, where I could just hop on a bike and go. And I don't, I mean, I guess I could just bring another pair of shoes and change the shoes, but then, I, you know, it's just a lot of stuff. It's easier to just kind of hop on the bike and go. So that's kind of what, what I'm thinking. So hopefully they work for me. Uh, and Martha says Memorial Day weekend. That's when I have to submit. Okay, so I can get in. I think I can get in a half marathon training block before then. We'll see. We'll see. Because I'd really like to be able to run New York. Yeah, Tim says you absolutely need the clipless pedals. Long time cyclist. Yeah, I know. I have them, but like sometimes that becomes a hindrance to me using the bike. You know, because um, like when I'm taking it for like two-hour ride great love it if i want to take it for an hour recovery like spin day great i love it but if i'm like well i don't want to run to this event but i also don't want to drive you know taking a bike's really convenient so like that's kind of where i'm like having some of those inserts to make the pedals flat i think would help we'll see i'll try them out mm. Martha says, Mike, you should do the Mountains to Beach Half Marathon, which is mostly downhill except the last couple of miles. You, you knew, Martha, you know my heart. You know I do love a good downhill race. Uh, that'd be funny. Uh, and then, a lot, then people will be mad at me again for qualifying for another race with a downhill race. <laughs> Ed Butts here. What's going on, Ed? How are you, sir? Hopefully you're doing well. All right, let's get a couple more. And then I got I to gotta get this project submitted. And then I take the dog to pick up the kids this afternoon for school. And that really takes a little bit longer time because he does not walk very well. And it has nothing to do with his age. It's just because he's part French bulldog and he's just stubborn. Um, all right. Well, Leona's also doing the mountains to beach. Is that a, ra is that a, is that a race we could all do? Should we do that? Um, Wicked World ASL Rock says, you need two different bikes. Well, yeah, I, ideally, I would just have two different bikes. I'd leave the the one regular, the road bike as a road bike, and then I could have either, like, a, a beater to take around um, or, like, um, maybe if I, I, I would, I mean, if I think if I were to get a second bike, not that I, I don't think I really need a second bike, but if I were to get a second bike, I'd probably get, like, a gravel bike. So that wouldn't solve my pedals problem, but, you know. Um, I just don't have space for it. I don't even have space for one bike, frankly. But, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Tim's like, the two weeks the way to go. I wish I could. I wish, if we had more space, I would get multiple bikes. I would get multiple bikes. I would get multiple bikes for my wife and kids, and we'd all just 
spend a lot more time on bikes. But just I don't know where I'm going to put all those things. <laughs> oh, is, oh, Mountains to Beaches Memorial Day weekend? That's tough. That's a tough day for us. There's usually family stuff that happens on Memorial Day weekend for us. Uh, okay. Let me see. Yeah. I'll have to think about that one. Uh, PJR said the speed SL that's how they say it speed SL pedals are fine to ride in regular shoes just got to step on the clip side rather than the spindle side oh, okay yeah well like, that's what I figured that's why I got the little insert it wasn't expensive on Amazon it was like 20 bucks or something like that Dr. Josh says the, the Greenville half is like that net downhill but on like 5 feet the whole mile oh yeah, there we go. A nice downhill that doesn't feel like downhill. Those are nice, too. Mm. <laughs> Our Cornero says the proper number of bikes is N plus one. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened to one of my brothers-in-law. He's got like five or six bikes. He's got like a fat bike, a gravel bike. He's been on his gravel bike a lot lately. He's got like a couple of road bikes. He's got a lot of them. Remy says, you could put the, all the bikes in the garage in the new house in Iowa. Well, I mean, you know, there's lots of space out there. So, Un Undoubtedly, this is best, says, due to my running shoe problem, air quotes problem, I can't afford a bike. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of parallels. A lot of, lot of parallels. <laughs> all right, let's do one more and then we'll get going for today. Um, yeah, this is a great one. Leona asks, is anyone doing London this weekend? Good luck if you are. Yeah, if anyone's doing London, good luck to you guys. Um, I'm super excited for the race. I hear it's going to rain, though. But, I mean, like, you know, it's London, right? Doesn't it rain a lot? It rained for the last year when they did it elites only. You know, there's definitely that. Um, yeah. Uh, so hopefully you guys, let's see if we get any, oh, don't forget the rim shot co. Here we go. <laughs> Completely unnecessary, but there you go. Um, yeah. So good luck to everyone running in London this weekend. I'll definitely be watching. I did. I see, I thought Seth said he's going to be doing a live like watch, you know, like, um, he can't show it to you guys cause, cause of copyright stuff, but he'll, he watches it and kind of like commentates it and does a live stream during the the Maryland. is he doing that this year i thought he said he was doing it oh leona says ben parks is sick and can't run it i didn't see that oh man that's such a bummer one of my favorite things is watching ben parks run with a gopro around the cutty sark like that's like one of my favorite things to see on the internet so i'm disappointed in that but oh oh terry says no rain for london perfect conditions according to the bbc all right Ooh. Hmm. So that'll be interesting to see. Very excited for that. Very cool. I'm excited because I've been seeing like all the photos from all the press conferences and everything happening for the race. So yeah, it's marathon season, guys. So very cool. Um, Richard Romero, real quick before we go, says, hey, Mike, I'll probably see Saturday for the run if I don't attend the Encom Freemasonry in Springfield. By the way, when is packet pickup? I haven't received the email from Chicago Marathon. I would double check your emails because they've been sending out a lot of stuff. 
Packet pickup is on Friday, starts at 9, I believe, and goes till, I don't know when it goes till, past my bedtime, I think, or dinner time anyway. And then I think it ends at 6 p.m. on Saturday, but I would check your participant account, log in, and make sure that like everything's okay. Because if you haven't been getting the emails, or check your spam folder, make sure you're getting those because you definitely need to see those. All right. I'm going to leave it there for today, guys. Um, today's Friday. So I won't see you live stream again until Monday when we'll do a Monday mukbang. This weekend, I'm not sure what the videos are going to be. Depends on kind of like when approvals and stuff happen, what's going to be coming out. So it'll be a surprise to all of us. But there'll be content all weekend long. It's marathon week, you know, so like I'm getting ready Everything's going to be pretty much Chicago Marathon focused for the next week. So it should be a lot of fun. Can't wait. And uh, this weekend, everybody, if you're tapering, take it easy out there. Be kind to yourself. Save it for race day. Your legs will be, you'll, the legs will still be there next week. And um, always, as always, be safe out there, buddy. Thanks.